There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. So I've got a lovely introduction that I wrote for you. I'm so excited to hear the introduction. <laughs> every time, everyone, every time you listen to the podcast and someone's like, ooh, ooh, look at, oh, man. Don't put any pressure on this. Okay. This could be garbage. Okay. I'm so excited. Welcome to another episode of WA Expose, a podcast about local arts by local artists. As always, I'm your host, Aria Scarlett, with the immense privilege of recording this podcast on Wajak Nungabuja. Today's guest took a break from the nine to five world to dive headfirst into her artistic passions, and honestly, nothing has ever been the same since. Her ability to turn trash into treasure has seen her permanently next to a sewing machine, earning her the title of Queen of Giant Hats and the Naked Mushroom Lady. There is no pun too punny and no costume too sparkly. A talented camp little lady full of energy and giggles and my gosh, the faces you are pulling across from me are killing me right now. I am talking, of course, about Amelia Kisses. How are you, Amelia? I'm so excited. (laughs) (laughs) I'm crying because I'm smiling so much. My face is wet. Honestly, there's so much happening. The moment I started my introduction, you were having the biggest feelings across from me. So many feelings. I've never felt so famous as you, I did when you walked in the room today. You, you are very famous, um, mainly at my, uh, I now have a nine to five. Oh, yeah. So, so hang on, let's just rewrite the whole introduction. Getting whole... back into the nine to five, Amelia Kisses. Is, yeah. <laughs> well, it's now an eight to four, so yeah. it's a lot more manageable. Um, <laughs> but it's so there's a whole story about it, about why that was in my like original introduction, because mm. that's obviously from the Sugar Blue. Yes. Yep. And then, then I steal like, from a bunch of places. Yeah. And I've never updated that since I've written it because <laughs> I was like, yeah, done. Don't think about it ever again. <laughs> But yes. So, so at your eight to four, <laughs> my this eight podcast four is something you listen to every day. Oh wow! Every every Thursday it comes up on my thing, and it's like, oh, uh, today's Thursday. Yes, um, it comes up on my thing with a little thing. Like I haven't watched it yet. Watched it, listened to it yet, <laughs> and I'm like, yes, get in my fears. I love it. All right. Well, beyond what I clearly stole from Sugar Blue and your Instagram bio, and Thank you everywhere very much. else I could write things from, I honestly am just a personal fan. A stunning performer. You've got like incredible creative talents when it comes to like artist artistically putting together an outfit out of nothing and I'm very excited to be having this chat with you but that doesn't sound professional in an introduction no so. no, no you did you did good job at sounding professional yeah that you did, ends you did the thing that makes you like oh look real podcaster real podcaster no way fantastic mm, and now we're four minutes in and we throw that in the bin oh right yeah cool, cool, cool. so edits. that just gets out that's edits, done edits, gone. Edits, edits. Cool. gone so like we are supposed to only have one question but everyone knows that I'm a complete liar but let's try it anyway. Why burlesque? And then, and then, oh, nom, nom, nom. I don't know the 
this? I don't know. I don't know. It was so my story of getting a burlesque is quite interesting. Um well, is it interesting or does it dig- it just exists? It, it is. It is. And I would love to hear it. Okay. If you could do it in English and not what was that Simolonian <laughs> over there? It, it was emotions with human sounds. Oh. Emotions. Mm-hmm. Human sounds. It was a combination. The little okay, no one's going to see this. The little hand gesture that it, you're doing, which little is just kisses. like little kisses, like little duck face kisses. Num 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 num. <laughs> um, so, so I started in burlesque. Uh, essentially, I um, have my sister-in-law now. I'm now married. Oh wow! Congratulations. No way. That's fantastic. That's amazing. Uh, fuck changing your name though. <laughs> Unless you do what I did, whereas you both change your name. Oh. So both myself and my spouse, we both changed our surname, which is exactly like you think it is, only twice as much paperwork. Yeah, no, nah, yeah. can't be fucked with that shit. <laughs> it's so, a lot. So I was like, I'm keeping my surname. Anyway, th- that's the thing. Um, my So my sister-in-law, she was uh, like, oh, you're fantastic. And I was like, thank you. I know. Uh, you might like this thing. I'm going to a show. And I was like, oh, that sounds fun. I'll come because why not? Mm-hmm. Um, so I... Came to a show. The show happened to be Miss Burlesque Western Australia 2014. That's where you started. <laughs> Your entry point my, was like my, the goal of goals. Pretty much. That's not uh, where you begin. Yeah. Um, it was Miss Burlesque Western Australia 2014. And that was the one where Lucy Lovegun won. And Nicola, who is my, yeah, turns to me and she goes, I made that. And she made the cor- blue corset that she wore. Holy crap. Because Nicola wait, makes corsets. Wait, your sister-in-law waited till that moment to tell you this thing? I, I knew she made things. But yep. I didn't know how good she was at making things ah. until we we're sitting there next to her and she goes, I made that and I made that and that one, I made that. And it was like, holy shamoli, this talented little seamstress of a quiet human that's doing a PhD sitting next to me is like, nom, 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 naked yeah, ladies. You're sitting there being like, hello, yeah. we've had to create like all of these dresses for wedding crap and you've just been there not with this talent that I haven't mined yet. Yeah, well, I... I've met Thomas in 2013, so this was pretty soon after meeting. Mm. Um, so, yeah, she took me to that show and then uh, she doesn't drive and I drove her home and on the way home she goes, I'm signing up to, if you're interested, I'm doing a class on Monday and this was Saturday. Jesus. And I was like, oh, yeah. And then we signed up to the blues class in Maylands and I then did a year's worth of uh, the boring, not boring. They're not boring at all. They're actually really interesting and I really love them. Mm. Foundation? Uh, no, I didn't even do a beginner's burlesque class. Wait, what? I did like Showgirl. I did Kane. <laughs> I did Broadway. She's a prop queen. I did all the other ones yep. and not burlesque for nearly 12 months because I didn't want to have to explain to the nine to five what it was. Mm. And so I was like, I just do vintage dancing. <laughs> <laughs> what is vintage dancing? Exactly. And then I'd be like, oh, it's like Charleston and go-go and a little bit of swing dancing. I did a little bit of swing dancing. And 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 it's really fun and I really like it. And then all the boys at work would be like, oh, yeah, Emily does the thing. It's vintage dancing. Yeah, totally. <laughs> and And then that was that was the conversation at work. And then it wasn't until after I... Just before I left, just after I left, that I really got into like the burlesque stuff. But um, for the a good twelve months, it was nothing. And then it took me even longer to get on to stage to do my first solo. I did my first solo at the end of two thousand and sixteen. 
Yeah. Go away. That's illegal. Yeah. I How? Didn't... I don't understand. So wait, what made you take the step from vintage dance to burlesque? Like proper. Um, N- Nicola. Yeah. <laughs> Nicola goes. So I the well, the other reason why I did all the other vintage courses first was because we could still do them together and mm. she didn't have to go back down to beginners. So then Nicola goes, oh, I'm going away for a little bit, so I'm not going to be able to sign up to a class. This is your chance now to do the beginners class so mm. that we can go and do the intermediate ones together. So um, I signed up for a beginners class and so did everyone else that I'd done the vintage classes with, yeah, yeah. How, who most of them had just come off a, a solo, like, course mm. um who were not by any d- speaks speaks mm. stretches of the imagination great that's better love it yes a beginner but I had never done a beginner's burlesque class until I officially until like because they changed it they go oh there was all these people that had done hundreds of burlesque classes it's not going to be a beginner's it'll be an intermediate too and I was like ah cool my Crap, first your first beginner's class, class is an intermediate <laughs> yeah. two class yep so I did it um, and Hang on, how did that go? Ah, uh, yeah. It went? Uh, no, it did pretty good. It was a sugar duck chess class and it was like, I call it the clicky hands one. I can't remember the song, but I do remember the dress. Mm. The dress was a wrap velvet number that we made in my father-in-law's lounge room. Right. With the sewing machine that I hadn't quite yet learned how to use yet. Fabulous. That's it's, so great. And because Nicola's not there. Oh, yeah, Nicola wasn't there and there was no way to, like, check with Nicola. We did add Nicola to our Facebook group, though, so Mm. that she could be like, yes, no, do this, change that. But (laughs) it was essentially a square with um, straps. Yeah, great. Good stuff. Yeah. Uh, So, and it was put together with a lot of hot glue. Love it. Because hot glue's queen. I still can't get anyone into the staple gun with me. That's like all Uh, I'm trying to do is get people on the staple train, but no one wants to join me over here. Well, uh, Havana milkshake will. Great. Any, anything that's not real work, <laughs> real costumes, <laughs> me. like staples or glue or um, lighters, she loves them. Lighters? Yeah, so instead of hemming a dress, you just melt it. What? Yeah, so if you have like anything that has a poly in it, you just melt it. Nice. Yeah. It's, Amazing. It's brilliant. That's so good. Yeah. So hang on, we, we're at the intermediate okay. two class. You're, you're wearing a square. I'm wearing the square, um, and and then it gets changed into uh, to uh, uh, the thing, and then from that, that's like my first introduction to burlesque, and then I did all the burlesque things from there. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, okay, and then and then and then I really this is where I started to get. Really I can also fascinated. ask you leading questions if you'd prefer. No, no, that's okay. I get I get really fascinated with like making costumes and turning nothing into something. This is the first like costume that I made that wasn't just kind of like ah oh, stick some glitter on it. Like it was the first thing that I had made and sewn and used a sewing machine for. Ah. And like I knew my mum taught me um, in primary school how to make like these little bags that she'd give to her neonate babies because she was a neonatal ah. nurse. And so like I would make the little bags and be like baggy, 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 bag. And on her old El- Elna, I think it's an Elna machine yeah. that she bought secondhand from a garage sale when I was a baby. And it, so this machine literally weighed, um, it was definitely like probably about 10 kilos. Like it was super wow. duper. 
and it lived underneath my bed. Of course it did. <laughs> of course it did. So it was, I would just be like dragged out with all the force in the world. Yeah, pretty much, which is, and so mum taught me how to sew on that. And then you do like cottage industries at school, but I never really, like it was still very much on mum's old Elna machine and it would chug away and eat the fabric because yeah. it was old and yeah. never been serviced. And never been fed before ever. So it was really hungry by then. Yeah. Well, mum made all our baby clothes and stuff on it. And oh. yeah, I know she was, she's That's a talented so human as well. Um, but she, yeah, she never really got it back out, back into working order again. And after me trying to learn how to sew on it, I think I killed it. <laughs> Don't tell her that. Okay. Well, oh, she's listening to this. Oh. Is she? <laughs> she's like, Em, tell me. Yes. This is, uh, this is what I'm actually doing. So I'm getting everybody's mum to be listeners to this show. <laughs> One mum at a time. Yes. So it started, it started, um, yeah, in this class, we made this dress and I helped everyone else make their dresses. And I'd also signed up for the Charleston at the time and I made everyone's headpieces. And then I won the costume. I have like a costume off competition. And I was like, yay, love it. Great. Um, and then I was asked to be a kitten in a thing. And then I was like, yay, I love being a kitten. And that was before I broke my leg. <laughs> ah, okay. So for everyone who doesn't know, a kitten um, is, is, is oh, a stagehand. Assistant stage manager now is what is the, the term that is used generally now is yeah. assistant stage manager. But I still think it's really cute to be called a kitten because yes. it's more than a stage manager. You are part of the show. Definitely. You, if you're not there, nothing happens. But mm. you're also there in a really cute costume and you've got your hair and your makeup on and you sit there and you buckle everybody's shoes and you help to make sure that the thing is stuck underneath the costume bit that needs to come off second mm. and that everybody and I like I remember when I was kittening, I'd be like come back and I would give them back the costume in the order it came off so ah. I'd be like well the order it came w- would come back to me so it'd go like bra mm-hmm. and then dress oh and then skirt and yeah. then gloves so that the so it was like the reverse order to work so they could put it back on for curtain call yeah, yeah. so they could put it back in curtain call also that meant that they went yep 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 because it was like a the most recent item off is the first one I'm giving back to them yes completely yeah which yeah. I really appreciate and not that I don't love the the like the costume dump. Mm. I do love a good costume dump, especially <laughs> when it's a stupid costume. Um, and by stupid costume, I mean ridiculously big and really bulky and cumbersome. Yeah. But yeah. um, yeah. So 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 that's. Uh, Is there a reason you think that we've changed the name from kitten to assistant stage manager? I think it's um, a kitten comes. It kind of feminizes it a bit. Mm. And I guess like we're trying, we're, we're trying, we, we are directing to something that's a little less like just one gender. Mm. So, um, having someone that might not identify with being a female and being called a kitten cause it's like a sex kitten yeah, is a bit less like. Yeah, of course. Mm. There's also something that makes it a bit more professional when you give it the title assistant stage manager too because obviously everything you listed there, the audience only sees like such a small percentage of all of that. They're only seeing like the pickup of costumes but you're talking about like adjusting straps, doing things up, taking things off, making sure people have costumes that they have like laboured over for quite a long time. This is quite an intensive job. So by at least giving it the title of assistant stage manager, you're giving it the – professionalism that it deserves in that moment too yeah definitely because like 
I mean, I I think I like the term kitten because oh, totally. it's fun. It's cute and it's yeah. fun. And it's also when I was a kitten, I was like I felt cute mm. and I felt more important than just an assistant. Yeah, because you were really a part of the show. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and a lot of the so the first shows that I um kittened were the downstairs at His Majesty shows that the Sugar Blue mm. did years ago. Um, and I would do that solo. So I would do it. There was normally you do it in a duo, but I would do it solo because there wasn't enough like. There's not enough space. Well, there's a lot of space backstage, but not just in the corner of the mm. stage. And it, the show was like there were there, there were like four performers and they'd do two acts each. So it meant that the cast was pretty small and mm. it was like between Flip Tees and Sugar Blue. And I, I think I kittened three of the shows. Mm. Four of the shows, and there was—I think there was about a year's worth of shows every other month. So I did like majority of them, and I loved it. <laughs> and, and I was like, "Please have me back!" And then I kept getting asked back because I was good at it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How do you make the uh, transition from kittening into on stage? Ah, uh, by being an idiot. No, don't be an idiot. Um, I think so. The first kind of thing that a kitten, it, when they're really calm. And they're really like good at it and they bring a sense of like organisation and like just niceness to backstage. Mm. Then people start to go, oh, this isn't someone that, this is someone that I would like to see like with me on the car, like not with, uh, how do I word it? Um, This is someone that I would like to see perform as well. Mm. In different capacity. In a different yeah. capacity. And this is someone that I feel safe with but behind the scenes and this is someone that I trust mm. to look after me. And then, I mean, I was, I guess my story in becoming a solo performer was um, probably a bit different to most of the people that you've had on the podcast previously because mm. I've been doing it for a little bit longer so the scenes changed a lot. Um and but I haven't been doing it as long as some of the other people you've had on it. So I was in this like weird middle ground yep. of um, Sugar Blue was very established. It wasn't new. It was a sta- like it was. I think it's now fifteen years old. Mm. So it's it's in in well and truly in the community. It yeah. is. It was the start of the community. So you've got performers like Kitty Latour and Lula Lacure who. Were, would I would put as like the beginning of that like revolution of Sugar Blue. Yeah. And then and then you've got kind of people that they've picked up along the way and I was somewhere in that middle ground of not quite at the beginning of the revolution. <laughs> yeah. But also not at this point where you've got all these like opportunities like New Kids on the Block yeah. and um, the I call it the Butterfly Cabaret because I – P- 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 la pap, la pap, la pap. Don't worry, I don't know how to p- say p- that. Baby, I'm pom pom. P- I'm p- very p- sorry, whiskey. <laughs> I don't mean to be a horrible person. I just call it the butterfly cabaret because I know that's what it means. Yes, Not- it does. <laughs> it does. Look, yeah, it does mean the, la yeah. pap. It's won by whiskey and more. Yeah, yeah, that one. So, um, I didn't. We didn't have those opportunities, and we didn't have um the, uh, like uh the people that are just giving producing a go because you can yeah. it was very it was very much run by the the producers so 
the sugar blues of the world, the flip teasers of the world, the people that are quite established, mm. they were the ones or the international cabaret and things like that. Like, yeah. They were the ones that put on shows. And so if you weren't a professional, you didn't get booked. Ah, yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So then I did uh, my first solo and then I got the, uh, it was a, 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 a de bear. I was going to be my next question. Was, <laughs> what was the solo? Do you remember yeah. it? Yeah. It, Cause it, this, so a lot of people go, you do your first solo and then you put it in the bin. Oh. Yeah. Cause okay. your first one is, is like the first pancake. It's a bit shit. You give it to the dog. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not, so I, I, I've only, I would say that Baloo, I don't know, I don't know how I feel about them anymore, but I still, I still stand by this act. So Good, I, as you should. <laughs> I like that. Um, it, when I first did it, I just did the bare necessities. Yeah. And then, um, and then I like, I had prickly pears all over my costume and that's the thing that made my Fun. costume fall off. Yeah. Yeah. So that was the storyline I went with. And then at the end, my pasties were pears and I pulled out a pear from my knickers and I'm like, oh, num, num, num. Right. <laughs> yeah. um, and then. Why would you throw that in the bin? Ah, it's just cute. Unless the fruit went moldy. Well, it did. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's another story. <laughs> um, so I then took, so that, that act then was like the one that just before I got the tap, 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 hello person that's existed in the Sugar Blue community for a couple of years. Tap, tap, tap. We really like you. Would you like to be part of our troop? <gasps> and I was like, yeah. I, I, I jumped onto the floor and I was like, <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> I am not real. <laughs> what are body parts? I'm just a kitten. Yeah. <laughs> Nummy. <laughs> Great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, and obviously, and then when I when yes. they when they came back to you the third time, obviously oh, no, because no, no, they I, they couldn't handle what that was. <laughs> no, no, it was, it was very. It was, I was very excited to yeah. be that person. Um, and so then I went to, uh, and then so from there, uh, Verika and I got the tap on the shoulder at the same time. Tap, Amazing, tap, tap. yeah. Hello. Yeah, person, would you like to be this thing? And I was like, so this Fuck is yes. my call out officially, Veruca. I want, I want you. Person. I've got Bluetooth on here. I'll Skype her in. Oh, she'd love to be Bluetooth. Do it. Veruca's amazing. Yeah. So Veruca and I got the tap taps at the same time. And then um, we, both of us were over the like Christmas break, we were talking and then it was like, um, so I guess we're going to do MBWA, Miss Bell SWA. Yeah, yeah. Um, and both, and then both of us were like, yes. And so that's when she won it. Ah. Yeah. yeah. And had you applied that year? I applied. Mm. I got through to the final. You did, yeah. Didn't get through to doing the the unique act, which was going to be blue. Ah. So, yeah. yeah, this is obviously in the time of where um, I think we've talked about this it a couple times before. This was the last year of them doing it like that. So this was the last year of them doing the semifinals at mm. Fremantle and then taking the top, I think it was top eight, to then doing the finals at the Astor Theatre, mm -hmm. to then the top five, then getting to do their most iconic performance. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so yeah. Um, I was like, I think, I, I mean, Veruca will talk about it because she's, this was like an iconic moment for them. But we were backstage and she was getting um, 
ready for her next act. And both myself and Faye Salem had been told that we weren't going to make it through. Mm. And so we were like, oh, that's disappointing. I rubbed, I rubbed off my balloon nose. Yeah, so you were partway through your makeup oh, when yeah, you got you the tap? Yeah, because you, you have to. Because yeah. otherwise, if you're not ready to go on stage when you're due to go on stage, they just go ahead without yeah. you. So you have to start getting ready. And I was having a makeup change because mm. I was going from – a human to a bear. Yes, so I needed, I needed a nose. Mm-hmm. So I'm putting my nose on and then. And taking it off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then um, uh, Mel gives me the little thumbs. I'm really sorry. Um, like, oh, that's okay. And then Faye is the same. I'm really sorry, Faye. And then um, Lola Moore, they were, with the three of us were, got the tap and then Lola was really upset. And then the person that was most upset about Faye and I was Veruca. And love guns getting them ready, like putting, <laughs> stuffing them into their old lady costume. And it's like, it's fine. You've They're got fine. to get on. Yeah. You've got to keep on going because, um, yeah, love gun was backstage with us that year because she was one of my people to help me in my last act. Actually, she helped me in both. Mm. And then she was also making sure that Veruca had bones. Quite often Veruca doesn't have bones. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you know this about them. I'm aware, yeah. They're, they just don't have bones. Yeah. So, yeah, there's so part of it. Sure, yeah. It's made out of chopsticks. Yeah, so we, we, put, duct tape. we put her back together and shoved her into this old lady costume. Yeah, and then she goes on and she does the old lady and she does it phenomenally. Mm. Phenomenally. Um, and then she goes, she goes and wins it. It's amazing, yes. And then there's the my, our favorite photo where um she's like in tears on stage, and Faye and I are like running to her and going to hug her, and it's just like it's just a perfect like capturing of that moment of all the emotions that happen. Mm. Like the thing that matters the most is the people in the community, and then the titles and the performances are like second. Yeah, thank you for saying that. Yeah. I think we can often get so lost in the source of of all of the other nonsense that the connections that you make sort of become an undertone, but they're so important. They're the reason most people continue in burlesque. Yeah, so um, back to the rotten fruit. Back to the rotten fruit, so, of course. The, the, the rotten fruit, um, so after I obviously didn't make it through to do blue, I had fresh fruit in my like to do like a fruit pour at the end. <laughs> and because I was like tired and, and maybe a little bit sad, maybe, yeah. maybe a little bit sad, yeah. I forgot about it, left it in my little <gasps> white car. In your car. Yeah. So so I, I rotted some fruit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And on the rotted fruit, we're going to take a break. We're going to go from rotted fruit to your absolutely stunning performance at Miss Bellex this oh, year. Good. We're going to go into the happy place that was this year and all of the other incredible work that you've done right after this break. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems but getting therapy has its own problems too like finding the right therapist fitting into their schedule and of course the cost well better help can solve those problems it's totally online and built around your schedule it's surprisingly affordable too 
connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. And we're back. Okay, so I've forgotten everything we talked about before. We talked about NBA. Okay, let's jump back into NBA because NBA 2022... I came back to do it for a third time. You surely, surely did. How is it for the third time round? Uh, completely different to the other two times because the rules had changed again because yeah. I'm very good at doing things when rules change. <laughs> um, and it was I was more prepared than I've ever been. I was ready a month before the competition. Wow, which is saying something. They really they, The preparation time was a lot shorter this time. Yeah, it was, t- it was so much shorter. But I already I was doing ready, done acts that I just needed to like up the ante on. Mm. Um, and I, I mean, my gown crab costume is iconic. It is. It's very iconic. <laughs> yeah, the and, flower, yeah. And with the flower, the daisy butt. Yeah. So you'll have to, everybody go into the show notes, find um, Amelia Kisses Instagram and go look at that outfit. Yeah, it's my butt and it's daisy. It's a, it's a daisy butt. It's fantastic. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a daisy. <laughs> so, um, and that was made by Amy Darling and that yeah. was for the first costume I've ever got made by somebody else. Ah, that's yeah. really special. Yeah, it is super special. So I've had other things like um, Skull Stylus has done like uh, the hat that I had for my classic or my Strip tees. Yeah. I forget what they classic traditional strip tees, all the same category. Yeah. Just different names. Category uh, one, yeah. Yeah. So they made this like giant disc hat with all the feathers. And that was my original giant hat. Ah. So um yeah, I had I had this like the original big hat. Mm. And then now I look at it compared to my other big hats. And it's so little. <laughs> it's so little. You it's very much have baby. become like the hat queen. Well, yeah, so after I broke my leg, I used to wear, like, giant shoes. But then when you break your leg, you can't do things the same way as you used to. Yeah. So it was kind of a turning point with, like, how I presented myself as a performer as well. Yeah. So I playing with proportion because I'm so short, mm. adding a, something to the top makes me so much bigger. Yeah. And makes me so much more of an impact on stage than adding height to the bottom, which is what most performers do because that's what you're taught to do. Totally, yeah. Yeah, so I had just had to think differently. So this way I could wear heels that are uh, maybe an inch tall, but yeah. I look so much bigger than what I am. Yes, because cause if your hat is six foot tall, then you're giant lady. I'm so big, <laughs> but I'm little Emily. Yes. <laughs> Tiny little human. Yes, of course. Num, num, num. I keep doing that. What do I keep you do. doing that? And I'm like, I don't think that is your signature, but after today, <laughs> it might around. have I'm to num, be num, your num. signature. I mean, it's not like I have never done it before. Oh, good. <laughs> I have. I do quite often just make weird sounds. Yeah. Because it's um, it's a my words get lost in the brain vortex. <laughs> And What's so good about this is that people who um, have watched a lot of burlesque but might not have necessarily like talked to a lot of burlesque performers really see the other side of those characters. So this dainty mushroom lady with these incredibly elegant moves is getting on my microphone going nom 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 and it's <laughs> chaos magic and I'm totally here for it. Yeah, no, I am a chaotic human. I love it. I literally explode in your face with all the stuff. Fantastic. Um, things. No one take that out of context, please. Let's just keep it in this current form. Oh, yeah, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, hang on. So we're at okay. Mixwell-esque. We're yeah. more prepared than we've ever been before. Yeah. Did that give you a sense of just like confidence in yourself? 
Yeah, yeah. And also, like, I'd done the competition before and in the lineup, the only other person that had done the competition before was Lady Lace mm-hmm. and I'd done the competition with them. So it was very much like we knew how each other worked. Mm-hmm. We, she She's always one that has, like, a timeline and we were very close to each other in the lineup. So I worked a lot with them to make sure that we we got the part, the, the place that we wanted to be backstage. We were there <laughs> first. We did the practice on stage in our heels before anyone else had got there. We had everything set up into little like Ziploc bags. We had our mirrors, like st- everything was very like well planned between the two of us mm. to because we knew how the other person worked and we knew that the other person worked quite calmly backstage. Yeah. And so that's... And we knew that the other person worked like yeah. in a similar way to you. Well, yeah, yeah. it's just like I don't know. Have you ever met Miss Lady Lace? I mean, I've only gotten the chance to say like brief in passing hellos. I haven't had the chance to interview them as yet. Okay. <laughs> they're incredible. Um, they're just very poised and put together mm. and very calm. Um, and it's like this perfect little person has all these other little cogs working behind them to get to present this pinup product. Um, and like her husband is amazing and he helped me get things from the car into the backstage because my husband works on Saturdays and so um a Mr Mr. Dapper, um I think is yeah, Dapper no Dapper, Dapper Matt. That's his name. Understood, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he, he's who is very much like helping. And then he, he like after the performance, um, Thomas gets really anxious in hum- like with lots of humans. And so Matt um, was like, oh, you know, you did so great. This was amazing. Like congratulations. I and, love like, that you're bringing a lot of these like huge moments back to just like personal stories. Well, I think it's really important. It's very much that though because mm. like – I mean, I didn't walk away with a title or a crown, but I did walk away with these amazing relationships that I didn't have beforehand. And, like, I had a relationship with Lady Lace, but we got closer this year Mm. and then I knew Autumn and, oh, my God, we send each other so many voice notes. It's not not funny. (laughs) Autumn is the queen of the voice (laughs) (laughs) Well, I love it because I'm dyslexic, so I can't read half the things that people (laughs) send me. So the voice note's amazing. I love a voice note, yeah. Um, And then uh, Lolly Moon is the same. Like, I got really close to them because of how much we worked together and I went down to the Mandra Studios and we did a lot of, like – time and spent time together and like just planning out little moments like um autumn and lolly didn't think about the the gown parade at the start mm. like how oh what's it called red carpet now yeah yep, same same um like how are you going to interact with both your music and the audience and what your mc is saying about your bio mm. and making sure you have you've chosen a moment for each of the time so like when Lolly, she's giving you full moon, like the amount of times that we rehearsed that and, <laughs> and like it, I've still got it in my head, flick out leg, flick out leg, a big bum push up. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, like she's giving you full moon and I kiss to mum and I kiss to Nana. Like, yes, yeah. totally. So when it comes to the Perth scene and the Perth art scene in general, um, do you think that that's something we could focus more on instead of like, these big lofty titles, comps, et cetera, we like take a little moment to reflect on the relationships we make? Uh, yeah. I, I think competitions and titles are important because mm. they push you outside of your comfort totally. zone. 
Um, but I think it comes back to the individ- individual person to make sure that they're doing it for the right reasons. Like you're, yeah, you're doing it because you want someone to see your lovely artwork and the things that you've done. Yeah. And it's such a great opportunity to perform on a big stage and it's a great opportunity to try something different and new. Um, but it's up to you whether or not you build a relationship with someone. If you don't go, hello, then nobody's going to say anything back to you, are they? <laughs> Completely, yeah. yeah. So it's up. It's very much up to you to make sure that you're building the relationship and you're the person that you want to see in the other person as well. Because if you treat someone horribly, someone else is going to treat not wanting to talk to you either. Yeah, yeah. So it's I very much believe in like you put the energy out and the energy gets returned to you. Yeah, and because you'd spent all of that time side of stage you'd been fostering those relationships from before you were even doing these incredible solos yeah like um even Coco like working with them and uh, with young blood burlesque and stuff mm-hmm. like uh, having that relationship with Coco and then building it into MBA and then all those other things it meant that we had this like really lovely support group to, and we worked on that support group mm. no one made us become friends yeah we weren't forced to do any of that but you can really have the opposite experience when it comes yeah. to a competition yeah. it's almost like that like reality tv will tell you that competition needs to make you an enemy of each other yeah and that's not the case I think that um yeah I was I, I the support group that I had around me I I know I built it and I know that I built the group that I wanted because I was the one that created the group chat <laughs> I was Amelia's group oh, chat. The group chat. I'm a big fan of group chats. Yeah. It gets the message across quicker and there's no, <laughs> there's no like miscommunication. I love that we can finish the episode with you being like group chats, everyone. Very important. Oh, very important. <laughs> the group, the group, and then you have to name them because to make sure that you don't get the wrong name. And This and is good advice. The thing. It's like <laughs> making sure that you know which one's in which group chat. Um, but yeah, reaching out to people. Reaching yeah. out to people is super duper Basically important. Basically what we're telling people is that you've got one group chat called like group chat for mom and then the other one you call dick pic group chat and there's two different things yeah oh yeah because you send the dick pics the one with for mom of course (laughs) (laughs) okay we have a new segment that i've just recently introduced where we get questions in from our incredible listeners um this is a new segment so anyone who's listening right now you can write one of our fantastic artists a question if you email us waxposepod at gmail.com this one comes from jay where do burly people get their costumes from is everyone a great sewer or am i missing some magic website jay they them uh i'm a fantastic sewer <laughs> Everyone, please contact Amelia Kisses for your costume needs. No, no. Okay. Um, no. I've, don't. Please don't contact me. I don't have enough time. Oh, okay. I, like my, my costumes underneath look like horrendous piles of mess. Contact people that want to be costumers. I just like to make things for me. Yeah. Um. So I learned how to sew. So when I left, um, so I was an accountant. Yeah. This is that was the nine to five that I left. 
because it is horrendously uh, misogynistic and horrible. Thank you for doing that full circle moment for me because I forgot to. Great. Yeah. <laughs> Great. So I left accounting and then I went and I did like a couple of retail jobs and boring shit and whatever. And by the time, so while I was doing the retail jobs, I was like, I really don't want to be a retail person. Yeah. So if I, it's okay if I'm a retail person if I go to TAFE. <laughs> and so I did um, uh, at North Metro TAFE, I did uh, some like sewing course yeah I did a year of it it's a year of fashion school I forget what the course was called but it was like um fashion products or something and I wanted to somehow combine my background of being in the tax accounting world with my love of really outrageously colorful clothes I'm currently wearing a hot pink skirt and a bright green jumper of course I should have said this right at the top you look Ah, uh, no, I, I warned you that I was going to wear a hoodie. hoodie. An hoodie. And I was um, low-key disappointed when I opened the door and I was like, oh, I came from work. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I get also get incredibly hot. So um, I... Tell me about uh, it. So I did a year of fashion school and as a plus size person... Um, there's not a lot of straight size stores that will con- that will cater for my body shape yep. and my body type. And me, uh, I didn't want to be, uh, I think you have to work 10 times harder as someone that has a different body type and a body mm-hmm. shape to make sure that you look just as presentable and just as uh, uh, professional as someone that's straight sized. Totally. So... For me, I learned how to sew. That's that was the th- I could I couldn't afford someone to make my costumes, mm-hmm. so I learned how to make them myself. You've either got to decide if your time is worth it, or if your time isn't worth it, then pay someone. Yeah, yeah, and either way, you're, it, it is your time worth it because yeah. either going to be working those hours to pay somebody, or you'll be working those hours to create it yourself. Yeah, so trying to figure out which is the one that you can afford. Yeah. And for me, I couldn't afford to do that one, but I could afford to learn how to make stuff myself. Yeah. And, and you had myself. those incredible resources like your awesome mum and, and your oh, sister-in-law yeah. who like oh, had these Nic- fountains of knowledge. N- Nicola is a self-taught sewer. Fabulous. And so Nicola taught herself how to make corsets by taking a corset apart. Oh, I love that. Yeah. That's so good. And so she then – and then someone saw that this this corset that she wore for one of the grad shows and then that someone happened to be Agatha Frisky and then <laughs> – Agatha- Okay, oh, no. just, just casually. And, and then Agatha Frisky got her to make her corsets and costumes and then that's how Love Gun then got on and then everybody else came from there and then <laughs> we had this really lovely person that made corsets in WA – that then hurt their shoulders, so no longer makes corsets anymore, but will knit you a lovely scarf. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go, Jay. Decide what you think your time is best spent on. If it's spent doing the hours to pay one of the fantastic costume designers throughout Perth, there are so many. You mentioned Amy Darling not yeah. too long ago. That is just one of the names of people we have here. Yeah. Or invest in some YouTube tutorials. Yeah, <laughs> YouTube tutorials, Craftsy is pretty amazing. You can get pat- you can buy patterns off Etsy. Like, yeah. You can do so much as long as you spend the time to do it yeah. um, and ask the right people. I love being asked costume questions. Like the melting. Contradictory much. Nobody messaged me but I oh. love being asked costume oh, no, questions. I, no, no, never, no one messaged me to make their costume <laughs> but I will tell you how to make it. <laughs> yeah. So like, like the little things like melting anything with a poly in it. Um, making sure that you use pinking scissors and things like that that's going to save you time. And then and then also then you can te- tear it apart and put it back together again. Yeah, and no one ever listened to my advice, which is just staple shit together. Oh, no, totally staple <laughs> shit together. But just make sure no one can see the staples unless oh, you wanted them to be sparkly. 
Mm. I just think people end up seeing the staples. <laughs> but that's, uh, that's nothing. That's just uh, laziness. I you think know, I you call just that. put feathers and glitter and shit all over Yeah, the but top. I'm just trying to keep my costumes on my body. <laughs> so I, I, I get away with a lot. Okay, true, 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 true. true. That's <laughs> well, I have to say a massive thank you to Amelia for being on the podcast today and to everybody listening. If you like this podcast, you can like us across your social media. You can rate and subscribe on your favourite podcasting app or send us a question, waexposepod at gmail.com, and we'll ask our next incredible guest. Thank you so much, Amelia, for joining me today. You've been an, a delight. And I've had such a chaotically fun time. It's been great. Oh, yeah, I'm absolute chaos. I love it. There's lots of fingerprints on the desk. Yeah, that's all right. I'll send you a cleaning bill. <laughs> good, good. <laughs> WA Exposé is an independent production. Our artwork was created by Georgia Sassenfeld and our theme music is Corrosive by Aria Scarlett and M. Burrows. You can find out more about the podcast or live shows at ariascarlett.com forward slash WA Exposé. Sorry, I, I take it out. So, or or I, put it it at, I put it at the end. Oh, I love that bit the, too. Yeah. <laughs> the bit where it's like you can tell you that you're real over. humans. Yeah. 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 I love being real humans. So that's where I put your burps. <laughs> I didn't know that was going to happen. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.